I'll bet you didn't know that you're a trailblazer, a workforce pioneer. Well, if you're a remote worker, that's exactly what you are. Because in the past year, so many of us have been relegated to working away from the office and setting up shop at home, in your car, in a coffee shop, and other places that you never thought were meant to be workplaces at all. But I'll tell you something, future generations will thank you. I'm Dan Nessel, podcaster, communicator, marketer, and longtime remote worker. And I'm Andrew Silberman, president and chief enthusiast of Advanced Management Training Group and author of Get a Grip on Remote Work. And we welcome you to season one of the Remote Work Companion Podcast, 10 episodes based on Andrew's book, where our mission is to make remote work work better for you. Welcome to the Remote Work Companion. I'm Dan Nessel. And I'm Andrew Silberman. And we're here to help you have a more rewarding remote work experience. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? How are you doing today, Andrew? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm, awesome. uh, I, I gotta say, I know in this chapter in the book, it's chapter nine. Uh, we were just mentioning that when I wrote the book about a year ago, only 20% of my Zoom meetings were even, I could consider good. None of them were great. Yep. <laughs> a lot yeah, of them sometimes. were bad. And then there were, there were there's a big portion that was ugly. So I, I, I always felt like I was in Clint Eastwood's movie there, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> well, well, that's, you know, I still feel that way. And and the, the, the chapter, the name of the chapter is Zoom Aside. Obviously, yeah. we're not talking about, you know, the, the that you wanting to kill yourself by being on Zoom <laughs> meetings or or kill anybody else. Anybody. You know, we, don't, we certainly don't advocate violence or murder of any kind on this <laughs> on this podcast. No. But but what we do see, and Andrew and I were just talking about this, is just boredom and yes. just bad meetings. Tedious. And you know, meetings meetings are tough to begin with. Anyway, exactly. Right in the real world, without the video cameras, and the biggest thing. So what happens, right? In a boring meeting, you might zone out a little bit, but if you're around the table, you're probably not checking your email, but but on a Zoom call, oh my gosh, and especially if people are putting their cameras off. So the problem is we don't get enough feedback from each other to know, hey, yeah. wait a minute, we are going to, this is boring. This is not hitting what it needs to hit, right? Yeah, or, or maybe some people are afraid to give feedback, honest yeah. feedback, yeah. Just, like in, just like in a real world situation yeah. sometimes. You know, the, the, you're not sure if people are receptive to feedback and that's, you know, yeah. something that you should be working on as a team and as a culture, if that's the case. Absolutely. But I think when you're remote and looking through a screen, it's even harder to tell when <laughs> someone is receptive and when they're yes. not, Yes. you know? So part of this is using the technology for what it can do, even if it's different from what you would do in the non-Zoom or non-Web, <laughs> WebEx yeah. or, or video conference world, right? You don't check every 15 minutes or 20 minutes if people are really with you necessarily on in a, in a meeting, but you got to do that on these calls. So you got to have people given a chance to either use the technology, whatever the buttons are available, they can to show clapping or they're into it or, you know. So you got to be a facilitator. Yes. If you're running the meeting, especially if you're running the meeting, you do. I'd say exactly that, Dan. If you're running the meeting or if you're a participant in the meetings, don't don't put all the burden on the facilitator or the leader of the meeting. Yeah. The other day we had a we had a Zoom new member orientation for American business community here in Japan, the American Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. ACCJ. And it was great because I I've facilitated these things for 15 years and this was the first time where I all of a sudden saw many people asking each other questions instead of just yeah. asking me. They say, hey, wait, what's something? One of this other new member, you just said that. Hey, are you? when are you planning on coming to Japan? Whatever it is, it's like 
yeah, let's keep it engaged. You know, the reason why these meet, why do meetings get boring? A lot of times it's because everything's been decided in, in advance <laughs> or yeah. think about other things. I mean, there, we, Dan and I are fans of, uh, of the Star Trek series. And one That's of the right. big reasons that we are, I mean, there's conflict, there's drama, there's excitement. Well, what is that? It's just people expressing themselves too, right? Yeah. Well, you got to figure that, you know, everybody's got these tools available to them, right? Everybody has the same tool. Obviously, if you are the organizer of the meeting, you have some more in most, in most, on mostly platforms, you have more tools available to you. You have control. Exactly. You can decide how to control the room. And that puts, that does put the burden on you a little bit to try to keep it exciting, but that doesn't mean you can't share that responsibility with other participants, right? So if we're going to get a little practical here, when you are running the room, when you're running the meeting, you need to come up with ways that are going to try to make it a little bit exciting. Exactly. And there's tons of things to do. You know, obviously if it's a small team and so you guys, you all know each other, you know, yeah. you can play it by ear, but there's lots of stuff on the tool. You can have polls, yeah. you can use the chat liberally. And you, and can, you can use it for simple yeah. things like, okay, what's your, what's your energy level right now? Let's do a quick poll. We got 20 people, energy level one to 10. If you see a bunch of fours, threes, mm -hmm. it's like, let's take a break. <laughs> you know, I, I run this monthly meeting for my current role, my current mm -hmm. job, and that brings together people from marketing communications from different parts of my organization, actually subsidiary companies and related companies. I, mm. some, some, many of them don't even work for the same, you know, the same entity necessarily. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so, but they're all, we're all part of the same group, but not necessarily part of the same reporting lines. Right. Mm. And they're in all different businesses and all different locations. So I have people on the call from Texas and, and Illinois and Florida, California, you know, Canada, different parts of Canada, Montreal, and and um, even in Toronto and everything. And it's all over the place. Point is that you have people on there who have had a month of hard work to do. You know, they've got their lives, they've got tons of business, and they've set aside an hour or two to come together as a group and talk about things that are not urgent to them, right? They're yeah. not, they're, like, we're just talking about whatever whatever's happening globally with the company. And it's really not something that they need to take action on, but they come because they're interested. They come because they know it's going to help them in, a long, in the long term. Mm. But that doesn't mean they're not bored, mm. right? During the meeting, you mean? During the meeting. It doesn't mean they're not tuned out. So over time, I mean, I've been very fortunate to have met most of these people. You know, pre-COVID, I was traveling like a madman. So I, so I met most of these folks either in Tokyo or, or in Houston or wherever. Mm. Uh, we gather. But Looking at them on this, and this is another reason why if you go back to our last episode, why it's important to keep the camera on. Yeah. Looking at folks and seeing how engaged they are and seeing what's going on on the screen is a really important thing for a good facilitator to yeah. know, right? Yeah. So I tend to use the, you know, the person-to-person -person private chat functions quite a lot. Yeah. That's, you know, that I, I like that, that you bring that up because again, this is an etiquette thing. And I have found, interestingly, three different business schools that are doing things on Zoom. And one of them, one of them doesn't allow private chats, right? Wow. One of them allows it and very few people do it, but some of them do. And then there's one that openly encourages private chats, like but not even, I wouldn't say private chats. I would say tangential chats. Like they encourage people to be commenting on the speaker. Whatever yeah. the speaker, hey, that makes a lot of sense. Hey, what did you think about that? And so it's just ongoing stuff. And at first I thought this is, A, pretty distracting because, wait a minute, are they, this must be tough for the speaker if they happen to see this and are they supposed to be paying attention? It's like, no. 
but you know, people do have bandwidth. It's it yeah. if it's if it's a thing you've got to be absolutely focused on. They're asking you to solve a a problem in the real time. Well, yeah, I need to concentrate. But we do have that band, and much better to have that bandwidth used by things that are still part of the meeting, yeah. right? There's your yeah. It's, it's maybe it's like passing a note, I guess, in school. It's not like you failed your classes because you used to pass a note to somebody. And if or you can pass like, a note that everyone can yeah. see, remember the teacher would say, why don't you show that so that everybody can see it, Dan? Well, <laughs> Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, as, as a facilitator, <laughs> I dream of the day where I can say, hey, you know, hey, Jim, why don't you share what you just typed to me to everybody in the room? But no, seriously, though, I think that like if you if you want to take what's valuable offline to what's valuable online when you have that in-person to when you have that that remote, mm. you know, one of the great things, I one of the ways that, that we make meetings more tolerable is we have these meeting buddies, right? We have a buddy in the meeting, oh. whether it's your pal or, you know, your, your work, without getting clicky, you know, you have oh. people that maybe you haven't seen why sit next to different people in different meetings. Mm. And there's a whole, there's a whole organizational dynamic about people sitting in the same place in every meeting. We're not going to get into that here, but let's just say you walk into a meeting with people you haven't seen in a while. You sit next to someone. What are you going to do during the meeting? Yeah. You're going to occasionally like have a little whisper. Exactly. The, the knowing look. <laughs> this is intolerable. <laughs> you know. Oh Which makes God, it tolerable. That and that's yeah. what makes it tolerable. That makes it? it tolerable. Those little vignettes, right? Yes. So yes. why not have that with your, with your Zoom yeah. buddies too, you know? So make it, make it as human as you possibly can. Another thing you said, Andrew, that I want to touch on here and uh, is that this is getting better, right? Mm. I mean, since the pandemic started, you know, and, and, you know, maybe by the time you're listening to this, dear listener, you know, you may already have had the vaccine, uh, you may have, you may be out of this, or at least see the light at the end of the tunnel. However, it's going. We we think that things are moving in a great direction. But, but look, if we look about almost a year ago, when uh, all this stuff started, we're, and and how people reacted, how people were adapting to the platform to today, mm. um, people are better at this in yeah. general. Yeah, you know, things are going better. Um, you know, that said, I do occasionally have the meeting where you're like put yourself on mute and you're not talking, yes. man, yeah. <laughs> you know, so who's got, who has, where's that reverb coming? Where's that echo coming yes. from? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we still Jimmy, have all mute, the, Jimmy. right. Right. And those are the, those are the technology issues. <laughs> and then happen. you could say, yeah, we're getting better. It, the fact is, I mean, look, the majority of my work with corporate clients is in some element of communication, mostly presentations, right? But a lot of that is presenting in meetings. Why are we still doing this? Okay, because even if we're getting better overall at using technology, we still have a lot of communication issues. I mean, that's the stuff that yes, the the the, the classic things that we've covered so far in the book and in and in other books and <laughs> other other venues. But the thing is to keep in mind that yeah, you are you're, when you're meeting. Okay, in these Zoom. Avoiding zoomicide is really okay. Let's practice the good behaviors, right? Attitudes, yeah. things that make meetings go well. And in some ways, you got to even ramp it up a bit more because you're distant. You're physically distant. Yep, totally. And by the way, I just want to put a, have a little shout out to Zoom. Zoom is not is not the enemy here. No. Zoomicide just is a really cool word to use. We might as well call it like web execution. You know. <laughs> If you want. Avoiding web execution. <laughs> web I like execution. it. 
But, uh, Absolutely. I, I've been sitting there for the last 10 minutes trying to figure out so yeah. an, an interesting way to, to <laughs> so, use WebEx. Oh, well, you came up. Right. See, you, know, you had the bandwidth. You're, I had you're the bandwidth, doing that right? during this podcast. Real-time creativity. <laughs> there's there's a lot of a lot of layers to this onion. Yes, no, we were, yeah, we were actually talking about, yeah, it's, it's really avoiding the downside, right? The downside the of downside this whole of, thing. Of all this and, and and I and I totally agree. I mean, it's it, it certainly if we didn't have the platform, we wouldn't be able to even do this. So oh, yeah. we definitely like it. And the matter and the oh. fact is we're we're all growing, working, wanting to do better. And here's yeah. so so do you want to did you want to get into those tips that we have at the end yeah. of the uh yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the, there's we've been talking a little bit about how to make the Zoom the your your video sessions better and more tolerable, how to eliminate the boredom, you know, be a better facilitator. Yep. Use the tool in a better way or use the tool as it's meant to be used. Take advantage of, you know, of the of I guess the people in the room that you can trust or that you know, you know, just have your meeting buddies, these kinds of things. We've been talking about that. But Andrew, in the book, Andrew talks about something called a charter. You know, creating a charter for um, a remote work charter uh, with the groups that you're going to be meeting with, and I think that the ten, the eight tips yeah. that um, are there are worth calling out specifically. And uh, I wanted to. So the first one is be prepared with our computers, workspaces, camera. Oh man, <laughs> tell me about it. Worst thing in the meeting when somebody's not ready. Yeah, exactly. We know that. <laughs> yes. You're waiting. You're waiting eight minutes for somebody to like turn their camera on. <laughs> Or, yeah, get their, or get their start. mic cable from a recording studio oh. that they left last how week. Many times have you, well, how many times have you facilitated a meeting? You've been like, we're just going to wait another minute or two for everybody to roll in. Yeah. yeah. Let's just give everybody another 30 seconds. And there's Jim again. With I keep picking on Jim. I don't know anybody named Jim on my calls. That's probably why I keep using the word Jim. But um, yeah, I mean, have everybody, everybody be ready. That's the first thing. The second thing is avoid distractions. We've talked about this yep. in earlier episode. Yep. Right? But that's sort of self-explanatory. When you're in the meeting, you should be present in the meeting. Be clear and concise. Another earlier chapter of this book and of our of our podcast as well. And this is one that's just a quick reminder. If you do pick up the book, that's something that you get a chance to, to take a look at is that each chapter is written as a four-minute read and then as a two-minute read. So you can yeah. see that by being concise, you don't really lose a lot of information. <laughs> Oftentimes yeah. you gain what you lose in time, you gain in clarity. So, and I mean, you exactly. get, and you gain it in time because if, if you've prepared, if you're going to be presenting on that zoom call for some update, at least have your three main points jotted down and <laughs> exactly. deal, deal with Especially it as you, you know. would a presentation. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting about the concise part or the being concise we talked about Toastmasters, everything. There's tons of ways to practice this. Yes. Have, I want to give a shout out to a new tool or a new platform that's out there. Have you heard of Clubhouse yet, no, Andrew? No, no. So Clubhouse is is the new social media um, platform for audio only. So it's like oh. chat rooms of old. It's like it's only Whoa. audio. You sign in and you are you you join rooms where there are speakers. And you can raise your hand and be invited to, to speak as well. But there's moderators in each room and wow. there's speakers and they're talking about topics. It's basically like going to a big conference. Interesting. And there's rooms, there's rooms with, you know, with hundreds and hundreds of people in them. Cool. And then there's these side, these side rooms and breakouts. Cool. And you can start your own room and talk about stuff. But the great thing about Clubhouse, one of the great things is it, since it's audio only, you know, but you can, you're looking at the app so you can see who's in the room, right? And you can see if people start to, basically leave the room as you're speaking. Mm -hmm. 
it, <laughs> that could be, you, that you know, be painful. <laughs> it is absolutely imperative that you keep your Ah, spiel yeah. to, you know, to a minute, minute and yeah. a half, two minutes, yeah. or else you're, it's easy to lose. Like when somebody invites you to the stage to be a speaker, that doesn't mean they're giving you the mic forever. Right. Right. It means they're saying, hey, can you contribute a minute, a minute and a half to this? Right. So it's a good way to practice that. Yeah. And, and I like what you just said also leads to number four, which is being open to technology that improves our work. So that's another oh, technology, yeah. another platform. Right. Spatial chat is one that uh, Hitotsubashi University used mm -hmm. for their Silicon Valley virtual tour. It's an interesting thing where you're, yeah. you're all, you have a little avatar and you can move yourself around in the room and you can start to hear oh, people. Cool. Yeah. You hear the people talking as you get close to them. So it's like, yes, wow. Yes. It's fascinating. Spatial Sp chat. Spatial, spatial yeah, chat. S-P-A-T-I-A-L chat. Take a look well, at it. It's expensive. So it's not, you know. Sure. But, uh, but, but, but it, there's another side of that. It's not just when we talk about the, um, the technology that improves our work, we can also be talking about the infrastructure, the physical things that you have in the room that will improve your work. Yes. A better microphone. Yes. Decent headphones. I mean, right. Yes. These are so critical. Yeah. You don't have to have like an HD camera, but you should have something that's not going to make you look like you're like a washed out, yes. you know, uh, pixelated, <laughs> you know, old dot matrix photo of yourself. <laughs> Uh, there is one right. of those. My my mom still has one in her garage. <laughs> one of those pictures. They, oh, they tell remember you. those. That oh God! Great. I was thinking I was eighteen. You know. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, fortunately for most of our corporate meetings, web and webex and Zoom, you know, you, you you don't need any serious high quality, but you just you got to have something that works. Yeah, you know. So use tech to your your advantage is the point. What's the next one, Andrew? Recognize that. Uh, recognize challenges. Don't hit us all equally. Right. Right. That was a key, yeah. you know, we all have, first of all, the different things going on in our lives. There's people, especially through this pandemic, I mean, there's people who've lost loved ones. and It's been really, really yeah. challenging for for some more than for others. I mean, for some people, their business has improved. Some people even like oh, yeah. the remote work better than, than not. We've talked about that. So just recognizing yeah. that means being able to empathize, really. Yeah. And this goes back to our last episode where we said, look, if you, if you really can't get on the camera, for a certain yeah. reason, yeah, you know, people will understand this. Yep, or they should. Yes, and they and we didn't really hit on it last time, but we have talked about it before. Look, the, the excuse of well, I don't want you know, oh maybe maybe a dog's gonna run in the room. Well, so what? I mean, so you're, you're at home, so that, that's let the okay. dogs in. Yes, <laughs> who let the don't let the dog run your life? <laughs> yeah, let dogs, you know, I, I had a discussion with somebody. Don't it's just like the dogs will bark. Yes, right there we go. But don't but don't let the dog run your life. Right there it is. However. Recognize that there is a dog. <laughs> yes. These are all very pithy, I think, expressions. That you sound can, like you sound like the uh, Peter Sellers. Like Chance the Peter Sellers. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. Chance the Gardener. <laughs> That's exactly right. I knew there was a reason I was doing this. Uh, oh man, yeah. Number six is about what we did a little bit last time, actually, but it's creating shared norms and expectations for what work is to be done remotely in person or both. Mm -hmm. that That's just, you know, each team's going to be different, right? I was talking with JMEC teams here. That's the Japan market entry or expansion competition now. Originally was mm -hmm. the entry. And yeah, each team needs to figure out when are we going to get together in person? When Are we going to do a hybrid, which I personally am not in favor of? I don't like these three people mm -hmm. in a room uh, with a camera and then two others that are not. I really find it works better to just say, look, if we're going, if 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 more than one person 
is going on camera. Let's get everybody on camera in their own, Agreed. you know, that, that's just my yep. take on it. But you've, you feel yeah, the same way? Odd. Well, I mean, I just think it's on, it's, it's a, it's basically at the most, at the ease, the, at the basic level, unfair mm. to people in a room and to people at home because you just right. can't get the same, right. you just can't get the same kind of interaction. Right. But yeah, you know, each to their totally own. Totally agree. Whatever, whatever but works. yeah, but I, and I've seen yeah. it, we've tried it with several companies and I've just said, look, you know, you, you say, oh, they, they say, come into our office. We'll have three people that are here. We have six others that are going to be dialing in, but but it's going to be great. I said, no, it's not. It's not going to be great. We tried it. It doesn't, it's not great. <laughs> what I would say to that, the, the, my ultimate answer to that is before the pandemic, when you have conference calls, right? Because we had conference calls all the time. We didn't think of using video as much, even though it was available. Yep. You have conference calls. There's 15 people in a room around a table and there'd always be somebody calling in. Right. Right. How, how, how much did that caller have, how well did that caller participate in those Exactly. Meetings? How integrated were they in the team? Never. Never. It was such always such a pain in the neck. So you, you always go out of your way to make sure the, ca- the caller is recognized. Right. But it never really right. worked the way right. it should. Right. Exactly. So I'd say the same thing for video. And the last two, I think we can put them together. Yeah. Or the two L's. And laugh. <laughs> Listen, and, Listen laugh. and laugh, man. It should be a rule of all yeah. The time. And all and the time. I do want to give a shout out to Hitotsubashi's University's um, executive MBA. One of the professors over there, or for the regular MBA, they were doing a graduation ceremony last year, and the the professor had sent out detailed instructions what everybody needs to do to follow number one on our list. Right? Be prepared. So he says everybody needs to do yeah. this. You got to get this background. You have to have this version of the software, everybody's ready. Uh, three different mail outs, reminding you, reminding you when to log in. What happens the day of the ceremony? Like At least three professors had not logged in properly and weren't ready. But the guy who was leading it, he didn't say, ah, what's going on? Let's get Jim again. You know, Jim, come on. Can't you get this? No, he was just full on. Say, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to build boom, boom, boom. And mm-hmm. you know, say very positive, upbeat. Thing and it just it yep. makes everything go better. So listen to each other and Absolutely. definitely laugh. <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Gotta laugh. I agree with you. And on that note, we've had plenty of laughs in this we episode. Have. You know, it went a little longer, we thought, but we knew it would because it's a pretty big topic. But um, let's take those laughs and put them in our pocket and save them for the next time. Absolutely. So on that note, we'll see you next time when we talk about balance. The last chapter of the book. Balance. balance. Remote balance. All right. All right, man. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Dan. Talk to you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of Remote Work Companion with your remote work companions, Dan Nessel and me, Andrew Silberman. We hope you enjoyed our tips, tricks, and attitude shifts to make remote work work better for you. Any ideas for future episodes or tips and tricks you'd like to share? Contact us at podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. That's podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. And make sure you never miss an episode. Subscribe today on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the podcast player of your choice. And if you like what you hear, leave a review. Thanks again for listening.